Good Sunday morning, church. Hello to you out on Facebook Live. And if you're on uh, 87.7 FM this morning, we welcome you too. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Our opening hymn this morning is 657, This is the Day, and 620, One Bread, One Body. If you're able to stand as we sing.
Then be seated, church. There is hand sanitizer throughout the church. If you need a mask, there are masks available. If you feel you're too close to the one next to you, there's room in the fellowship room. Some announcements for you. I'm going to share something with you, but please don't gasp when I tell you. And if you have to, that's okay, too. Elizabeth God called her great-grandbaby home last night, so Elizabeth isn't with us this morning. Uh, so baby Margot uh, is in now in, with Jesus. Uh, if you would keep Elizabeth and the family in your prayers. United Methodist Women, tomorrow night. Tuesday morning, uh, Bible study at Liebler's at 7.30. Six o'clock, church council Tuesday night. Wednesday night, continue on the Lenten service at Fellowship Bible. And then Friday night. Remember a little over a year ago, we were going to have a chili cook-off? Yeah. We're going to have it Friday night. Uh, if you'd like to make a chili and come be part of that, uh, we're going to try that. Uh, it's got to be a little bit different. We have to serve you your chili. Uh, need some volunteers to mask up and wear gloves uh, to serve chili. And we'll see that the tables are uh, far enough apart. Do you have any announcements this morning? Kim does. Kim does. Yes, on March 27th, we're having our bazaar here at the church, and we are in need of bake sale items and craft items for the bazaar. And next Sunday, I forgot to do it today, but next week I'll have a list to send around if anybody wants to bake anything. They can sign up, cakes, cookies, pies, our big sellers, breads. So we hope to have that bacon. Bacon's good. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to have the trustees meet down in front right after church for a few minutes. If I could, please. Trustees with the trustee warden right after worship down front. Uh, March, March 25th is Clarence's 95th birthday. So um, I would like to do a card shower for him as we did for Evelyn. Evelyn received around 35 cards for her birthday, and she was thoroughly blessed by that. So Clarence needs to, uh, to, do, to step up and maybe get a few more. Thank you to those who work uh, drive through soup. Uh, this past Thursday, there were 80 bowls of soup. Uh, most of them were delivered. Uh, we have a, a little bit of fine-tuning to do on the soup. Uh, Rob Rugenstein called the house. It was like uh, quarter to six at night. He just got home from delivering soup. 
he left at 11 o'clock in the afternoon and didn't get home until quarter to six. So we might have to say that instead of it being uh, a soup luncheon, that it might be a soup dinner. <laughs> but it's turned into a wonderful ministry, so thank you that you are able to help with that. Anything else before we talk to the Father this morning? Then let's do that. Let's join our hearts this morning. And Father, that you might help us clear out our mind this morning and just focus on the cross. We do lift up Elizabeth's family to you, Father. And I pray that your Holy Spirit would descend upon them. Comfort, healing, and love would be felt. We invite your Holy Spirit to fill us this day. May we have ears that clearly hear. May we have eyes that have great vision. We thank you this morning that the table is set before us your body and your blood for the forgiveness of our sins. We thank you for that, Father. Revive us, O Lord. Revive us. Amen. Young disciples. Thank you, Ken. Hi, it's just us girls today up here. Awesome. I like it. So I have, I'm going to tell, oh, where is it? Lily. Lily showed, can I see this for a minute? Lily showed me her Blue Jay today. And I asked what the Blue Jay's name was. And she said, it's a blue bird. So she named it. Blue bird. Blue bird. And, you know, and that, this just, came into play so much today for what I wanted to talk to you about. You know, the bluebird, hold your bluebird up. The bluebird is a blue jay, and God made all blue jays to be blue jays. Not red like a cardinal, or blue, yellow like a goldfinch, or indigo like an indigo bunting. Have you ever seen an indigo bunting? Have you guys ever seen an indigo bunting? They are beautiful, aren't they? But no, God made the blue jay to be the blue jay. But you know what? There are other birds that are blue, like the blue bird. But the blue bird and the blue jay, even though they're both blue, are different, aren't they? Right, girls? So, in, on top of that, a blue jay 
is still different from another blue jay. Because that's the way God made the blue jays and the cardinals. They're the same, but different, aren't they? You know, God made us the same way. He gave us um, all different color hair. Well, basically, I have three blondes up here, and I am a brunette. Some of us don't even have hair. Some of us have wavy hair. Some of us have straight hair. Some of us have curly hair. But we're still human, aren't we? He gave some of us long arms, some of us short arms, some of us big feet, some of us feet that look like duck feet. But yep, we're still all human, aren't we? I have brown eyes. What color are your eyes, Lily? Blue. Blue. What color are yours, Mackenzie? Blue. Ivy, what color are yours? They're green, and mine are brown, so we have a large variety of eye color up here. But because yours are blue and ivies are green and mine are brown, are we still human? Yeah. God made us to look different. He even made our skin color to look different. And, you know, even if we put our arms together, let's put our arms together. Who else? Put your arms together, Ivy. Look. All three of our arms color are kind of the same, but they're different, aren't they? Mine has freckles on it, just because I have freckles. See, you don't have freckles, but I have freckles. But guess what? Are we still human? Yeah, even our skin color is different. But that's right. God made us each different, and we're going to talk about this down in junior church too. God made us each different, and he made us each special because that's the way he looks at us. Lily is different from me. I'm different from, from Mackenzie, and Mackenzie's different from Ivy, and Ivy's different from the, all of us. Like, we're different than Mr. Lonnie back there, and your grandpa, and Kate, and Cindy right there, and Rob. We are all human, but God made us all different, and he want, made us different so that we could be special in our own right. So Mackenzie is totally different than me, but yet we're the same, right? So I think today what we need to all remember that is even though we are all different, God made us that way, and he made us that way so that we would be special and different from each other. So let's pray, okay? Are you glad you're special and different? Yeah. Are you Lily? Yeah. Are you Ivy? Are you Ed? Yeah. yeah. Are you Ola? Yeah. Are you? We got a whole bunch of Pams. All you Pams. Pams, are you glad? Yep. <laughs> Actually, there's one. So, okay, let's pray then, all right? You ready? Repeat after me. Dear Jesus, thank you for making us, for making us special and different. Amen. Very good, you guys. Okay, let's go back. You want to take this back to Grandpa? No? <laughs> Rebecca, are you playing your special? Ivy, you want to take it back to Grandpa? Are you going to do your special? Okay.
How about joys and concerns? Who's got a praise this morning? Pam? All I got to say is Fred is doing a lot better. He's barking. He's found his voice. Yay. He's loud again. Amen. Who else? Uh, I talked with um, Shirley McMahon's daughter today, and she's doing much, much better. She's home at her own home in Florida, and they will be home at the end of um, April, I believe it is. And I also talked to Helen Huffman's sister, Glennie Mozak, and she's still in Marlette Rehab and doing better, but her left arm is still having a problem. So, and I think you can go visit, Pastor. Thank you. Who else? Cindy? Up front. Um, I just want to pray for Barb and Tim. They're on their way to Saginaw to see their friend Cindy that's been diagnosed with stage 4 um, colon cancer, which has spread elsewhere. So they're traveling there today and back. What's your friend's name, Cindy? Cindy? Uh, my our guitar player for the uh, Black River Bluegrass Boys wife's name is Joy Kester and she has come down with cancer and started her chemo and I'd like to lift her up in prayer Still asking prayers for my brother-in-law. Um, Kathy's husband is not doing very well. She called last night, and um, he's had a second stroke, and he's um, developed some mental problems over it, and he's throwing off a lot of clots from his bladder yet and getting very discouraged. So I would appreciate prayers for him if you could. Tell me his first name again. His name is Bill Lafferty. Thank you. Anyone else? Uh, I'd like to lift up Wayne Bell, who used to own the auto parts in Brown City, and he has had COVID for a few weeks. Came home on Thursday and was taken back to ER on Saturday, so he needs a lot of prayer. His lungs are not, um, he's not processing the oxygen well. Anyone else? Let's talk to the Father.
It's one of the most special moments of my week. When we pause for prayer in my father's house and the world is far, far away. When we can just draw and focus on the cross and lay our petitions at your feet. We have so many blessings to be thankful for. Yet at times we struggle and grieve. I thank you for those quiet moments. When we can listen for you. Many are facing surgery. Many are recovering from surgery. Another one added to the cancer list this morning. Folks still struggling with the COVID virus. Folks grieving for the loss of a loved one. trying to find words of comfort. For the mother who's lost her child. Knowing that you are the author and the finisher of our life. That you watch over us all of our days. knowing that we have the freedom in this great nation in the United States of America, even to assemble here this morning. Oh, come upon us, Savior. For Wayne and Elizabeth and Think of Jordan this morning and the baby in her womb. Think of Ron and his slipped disc in his back. Think of Aunt Diane and lung cancer in her body. We lift up Shirley McMahon and Helen. lift up Tim and Barb as they drive to Saginaw to be with their friend Cindy. Who also has cancer. We lift up Joy and Bill. We lift up unspoken requests. We lift up those who are struggling with being isolated for so long. Lift up those who are in nursing homes waiting for the opportunity for loved ones to visit. We 
lift all those who grieve this morning to the throne of grace. Father, thank you for those who are elected into office. May we hold them to a higher standard. For those police officers who are the badge and the firefighters and the first responders, we pray a hedge of protection around them. We lift up the church, the Christian church. Fill us with your spirit, Father. Thank you for something so simple as a bowl of soup that allows people to see the hands and the feet of Jesus. For the activities that we have planned, we ask your blessing upon them. We thank you, Lord, that you might hear us this morning as we pray your prayers. We pray our Father, who art in the heaven. If you haven't had time to bring your offering as Rebecca plays, uh, you have a moment to do that now. Before I uh, read the scripture, I'd like to tell you a wonderful story, if I may. Can I tell you a wonderful story? You've been hearing me talk about hearing aids uh, the last little while. Since I've been in the military, I always had hearing problems. After COVID, uh, I lost most of my hearing in this ear and This one's not far from it. And then I had mentioned it and someone gave me some information on hearing aids. So I went to this place in uh, Sandusky. And I'll make a long story short. I had them for a month. My intentions was to take them back because they are very expensive. Uh, It was like $6,000 a year. Uh, 
the man gave me a discount, so it brought it down to about $5,000 a year. So I went back this last uh, Thursday uh, to see Dr. Tom, and he said, how are things? And I said, well, you want the good news or the bad news? He says, however. I says, well, the good news is the hearing aids work really good. Uh, the bad news is I got to leave them with you because I really can't afford them. And he well, sit down and he just started playing on his technology to adjust the hearing. And uh, he hands me a piece of paper and he says, sign it right here. And I says, well, that, that says paid in full and uh, that's not the case. He says, yes, it is. He said, sign it right here. Uh, I guess a month ago when we left there, he had talked to uh, Bob Sork, who owns the hearing aid company. And he told him of this guy who uh, had really bad hearing, probably one of the worst cases that he's had in his office in a long, long time. And Dr. Tom says to Bob, he says, what are we going to do to help this man? And uh, he wrote the hearing aids off and gave them to me for free. And I'm just, I'm stunned that uh, things like that just don't happen too often. That's a good story, and I'm going to tell it as often as I can. Because God is good. And all the time. Goodbye, little kids. And somebody remind me that at some point the little kids got to come up for communion. Can you back it up to where you had those little kids up there? Just for a minute. Did you create that? Thank you for that. I think that's just so cool. Thank you. You can forward it to Isaiah. I want to start a little bit ahead of that, but that is the scripture focus this morning. I'd like to start with verse 28 of the same text in Isaiah. Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weary or weak. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. 
Even youth will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. Here comes the good stuff. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. The word of God for the people of God. Spiritual eagles. You know, I'm a little different than the next guy. You hear me speak of eagles quite often. So I want to give you a sermon on spiritual eagles this morning. And I need to hear it myself this morning, probably more than you do. I don't sleep too much. Four or five hours a night, maybe. It's always been that way ever since I can remember. Being in airborne artillery, I could sleep on the drop of a dime anywhere, anytime, day or night. I was up in the early hours this morning and I saw a picture of my granddaughter in the emergency room in Grand Rapids. I think Faithy's like 12 and her grandmother has taught her to sew a long time ago. Probably when she was four or five, she knew how to sew and she was sewing on her sewing machine and she sewed her finger and the needle broke off in her finger and they showed her in the emergency room uh, after the doctor had taken the broken needle out of her finger and I was feeling pretty bad for my little granddaughter. The call came about Elizabeth's great-granddaughter. didn't make my issue seem all that bad. I often struggle when God calls little people home. Struggle with the words to bring to comfort the family. So I'm going to try to focus on this this morning. About the eagle. Eagles are noted for their magnificent flight, their courage, their great strength. In the same way, spiritual eagles may perform with great strength also. The strength of the Lord. If you truly call on Jesus in your times of trouble. Spiritual egos may perform with great strength as long as they depend upon the Father. 
They may be weak within themselves, but we need someone to depend on for our strength. In 2 Corinthians, I find that help this morning. Where Christ is able to deliver, to redeem, and to save. He fights the battle for those who trust him and fear him. And his strength is made perfect in our weakness. And from 2 Corinthians, starting with verse 8 of chapter 12. My grace is all you need. All we need this morning in this trying time that we live in is to experience God's grace. We really don't know what Paul was talking about in this text when he was talking about the thorn in his side. You ever have a thorn in your side? Be it your neighbor whose dog comes into your yard or your neighbor whose garbage always blows into your yard or an employee that uh, just seems to sabotage your work. I refer to that as like thorn in the side. But in our suffering, we can glorify God. Eagles are known for their keen eyesight. When we go to uh, Frankfurt on our vacation, and we walk the beach with our little dogs. Uh, Mosephus is three pounds, and Hoover is like six and a half pounds, and we always have them on a harness with a leash because we always watch an eagle up on top of the hilltop and it perched in a tree. And it always appeared that they want to dive bomb and swipe our dogs. They have keen eyesight. The Christian has an opportunity to have clear eyesight. And we should have clear, clean eyesight. We should see the need of the one in our church. We should see the need of the one in our community. We should see the need of the one in the circle that God puts us in. Let me take you into Hebrews. Excuse me, not Hebrews. First Peter. The eye of the Lord watch over those who do right. And his ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. The eyesight of the ego is magnificent. But the eyesight of our Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, is even more magnificent because he knows all and he sees all. If you had one situation in all of your life right now that you would surrender it to the Father, what would it be? Think about that for a moment. Be it something physical, something financial, something spiritual, something in your family, something in your workplace. If you just had that one thing, 
and you would give it to the Father, even though he already knows because he already sees, what would it be? And then, what are you waiting for? Why not surrender it to him and feel this release and this power that comes from the Holy Spirit? In the 91st Psalm, I will open up rivers for them and high places. I will give them fountains of water in the valleys. I will fill their deserts with pools of water. I will plant trees in the barren desert. He will provide everything we need when we feel like there's no hope and we feel like we're lost. He will provide for us. Eagles soar through when, when the weather's crazy and the thunder's coming and the lightning's coming. Eagles will soar above that. So can the Christian in times of trouble. You can soar above all of the situations that hinder you on this earth. We're going to face storms. Some of you may be going through a storm right now in life. There's only one way. And that's what Jesus says. I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. And no one comes to the Father except through him. It just dawned on me. I don't know at what moment they're doing this this morning. Uh, but down at Brown City Missionary Church this morning... Uh, they're having, they're taking a vote uh, to keep Pastor Mike, the interim pastor, uh, for a few more years. Uh, if you would just go with me for prayer, just for a moment, Father, I, I thank you for the opportunity that I've met Pastor, and I just lift him up to you this morning. I lift up those who will uh, make that vote in the church down the road and the missionary church. Father, he loves the people and he loves this community. May God be received in glory this day. Thank you, Father. Amen. I love my amen section this morning. It's okay, Mother. You can soar above the storms in your life. You can rise above the trials and the troubles. And give glory to God. How are you in your spiritual journey this morning? You know, I, I laughed at Rob and the fact that it took him several hours to deliver some soup. But those people are people, not just members of the church, but people who we've connected with through this soup ministry are longing to be loved and not forgotten. And they're longing for someone to talk to them 
and to reassure them that in, in their lonely times, they're not alone. In your lonely times, you're not alone. In their troubles, they're not alone. In your troubles, you're not alone because we have Jesus Christ. And nobody can convince me that the world wouldn't be a better place if all the Christians, no matter what church you go to, if you're going to a Christian church, a Bible-preached church, if we would rise, this nation would be great again. We can't just be silent anymore, church. The Father's calling on us. He's depending on us. He wants us to soar like the strength of eagles. And how did the, how did the text read? Have you never heard? Because some have been hearing the word for a long, long time. Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. We grow weary. Scripture says he never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Hmm. I made a comment at the food truck the other day. Boy, it's tough getting old and fat. <laughs> I used to be able to pick up an engine block and put it in the back of the pickup truck when I had my open heart surgery and they sawed me open and a machine had my heart beating outside of my body and they put me back together. Life has never been the same. I don't have the strength that I once had. I don't have the endurance that I once had. But what I have is his word. That when I grow weak, I find strength in him. When I feel powerless, I find strength in him. And here's the key in verse 31. If you trust in the Lord you will find new strength. You will soar high on the wings like eagles. You will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. We gathered for men's breakfast yesterday at the horseshoe. Lonnie said to me, how come you're so quiet? I said, because I'm tired. And you know what happens when I get tired? I get crabby. Any of you get crabby when you get tired? And when you're tired and crabby and someone says something to you, I don't know if you do what I do, but sometimes I, I bite them. Not with my teeth, but with my words. But I've learned over time that I have to kindle my tongue. I have to be quiet before I speak. I have to listen and make sure I hear. 
Then after about half a dozen eggs, I was doing pretty good. And I come in to Sunday school this morning, and I hear these words. Well, you look better than you did yesterday. Thank you, Lord. I got rest. The Father let me rest. But then I also shared that God's got a great sense of humor. Last two Sundays that I've walked in there, it was a reality check. What they were discussing at that moment is a reality in our life. You need to be in his word. It, it just can't sit there and get dust on it. Some of your lives are turned upside down. Some of our family lives are turned upside down. Everything we need is right here. Everything we need right here in God's word it will empower us it will heal us and it will redeem us I don't know how you get through your week but I need him I need him every day I'm a sinner I'm not worthy of his grace but he loves me. Just how I am. He loves you. Just how you are. Sometimes we're not worthy. But he loves us anyways. Would you be in an attitude of prayer, please? Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on all of us who are gathered here. On this gift of bread and juice, make them be for us the body and the blood of Christ that we may be for the world, the body of Christ, the body of Christ. Redeem us by your blood, the blood of Jesus. By your spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, one in ministry to all the world until you come in final victory. And we feast at your heavenly banquet through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your holy church. All honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Kim Evans, would you help me, please?
side here. Everyone is invited to the table. If you need to talk to the Father, the prayer rail is open. Come, come as you are. You have to give them one of those. The body of Christ. The body of Christ for you, brother. The body of Christ for you. The body of Christ for you, D. The body of Christ. The body of Christ for you, Russell. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ for you. The body of Christ. The body of Christ for you. The body of Christ for you. The body of Christ. I am the body of Christ. Ruthie, the body.
It's sort of ironic, maybe, that uh, Elizabeth isn't with us this morning. And for the first time in uh, our whole time here, she supplied the buckets for the cups after communion. There's always a lesson for us to be learned. Ready? Have thy own way, Lord. I'm lifting up Joe and Judy Murray. I believe they're traveling to a couple of states if they haven't already left. So we seek traveling grace for them, uh, comfort, peace, and rest. And we lift up Elizabeth and her family, and we just ask the Holy Spirit to comfort them. And uh, through the love of brothers and sisters, they'll see Jesus, and they'll find comfort. Uh, God bless you, church, and God bless America. Amen. Amen. Trust.